0: three two one go hello and welcome to the lost out podcast i'm here with my good friend dom say hey dom say hi dom hello (laughs) get into the mic though remember you gotta you gotta project a little bit projecting all right all right i'm gonna turn you up just a little bit okay but i've been trying to get dom here on the podcast for shit how many months has it been it's been a couple. It's been at a couple. Least, at least two months I've been trying to get Dom to come in and just sit down and just have a conversation. Schedules just don't line up. Uh, <laughs> your Instagram, you're, you're whooping my ass, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you, 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 this guy is all about travel. So I, I think you
1: said you went to New Zealand? I've gone to New Zealand. Yeah, that was January. January was New Zealand.
0: Damn. Well, I want to get to that. I want to hear your uh, your journey and I want you to tell the story. Okay. But first, just kind of tell us all about you. Okay. Like, how did you get here? Where you get going? Oh
1: man, well, that's a struggle. How did I get here? Well, I am the byproduct of two military members, divorced military members, I'll give you that.
0: <laughs> we want to talk about that? Oh, we, we <laughs> I'd love to <laughs> and, talk, we'll um, talk about
1: that later. <laughs> I guess that lifestyle brought me into my current lifestyle of travel and the military and everything like that. But Japan has always been on my list. Mm. Uh, well, everywhere has been on my list it's just japan just so happened to be the air force's next stop for me and i took it and i'm taking advantage of it and yeah i guess
0: what got what what um what brought on this adventure spirit so growing up i don't think we ever lived
1: anywhere longer than a year and a half so it's always it's like i've got like a gypsy soul and it's just been like bred into me so maybe that's nature or nurture I think maybe just a bit of, both. bit of both, a bit of both, like my mother and my father constantly moving around and me having that option to go with them wherever they go, mm. being able to see the world and see what else is out there. I don't, I just brought it like, I don't want to stop moving. Like yeah. there's so much to see. There's so much to do. I don't want to settle down just and yet. You see, so. I
0: think that that's the, uh, that, that's the nature part of you. Because I think I've I met a few people that are, are military brats, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, they're like, I just want to settle. Down. I just want to be in one spot. I'm tired of moving around. But you, you took it and you were like, all right, this is good. Like, mm-hmm. I like this. I want to go see more. Being mm-hmm. here in Japan, having to stay in the same house for three years has
1: literally made me want to claw Maybe. my skull out. Like, I I lived at Seymour Johnson for Two and a half years, and in that, that two and North a half Carolina? years, that's North Carolina. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. my best friend from high school is in the military. He's right. in the Air Force now. He okay, he's stationed there. Gotcha.
1: That's not yeah. a bad place. But in the two and a half years that I was there, I moved houses five times,
0: just because I wasn't PCSing. Hmm. I couldn't stay in just one location. I know like, a I guy who just... he was he, he was it was uh, apartments, dude. The guy every after at the end of his six months of that lease or whatever, mm-hmm. he would move another to another yeah. apartment. Like great apartments. And then he would just up and I was like, "Why are you leaving?" He's like, "Because I want to change." Just, you get, <laughs> get, like, bored. You yeah. get bored. Yeah, bored. Like I don't man. know. I'm, I've always been. I I love people like that. I love hanging out with people like that. I just me my nature is I like having this. I'm I like my routine. I like my. I build a habit. Okay. And I stick with it. That's why it's been so hard for me to quit smoking.
1: <laughs> it's like it's, it's a just, part of you I'm now, right? I'm a
0: habitual person, and I like to have, like, I know where I'm going. I go to the same places. If I go out to drink and do karaoke, mm-hmm. I do the same. I go, I go, I start here, here, and here, and in there, and then walk home. Like, that's that's what I do. Like, it's a, I don't even have to think about it, you know? But you, like, you, the, you like the adventure. You yes. like not knowing what's going on. It's... I've had to really force myself <laughs> out the door to go do stuff like that.
1: Yeah, if there's like three doors lined up and all of them are different colors i'm going with the brightest one okay because you would
0: mm. never. yeah i don't know so where all have you been that you would well, just yeah so starting so are we talking... from your hometown to or wherever you started okay to... so born in
1: washington state washington state Hell yeah, yeah dude but i, I want to we live there <laughs> we were only there for like five months after i was born and then we were on the move again
0: and they're like mccord or fairchild or we're something? at
1: um where were we fort lewis sorry fort lewis both my parents are army or retired army now, but yeah. So they were army. Brides. They were army. You were army. <laughs> I was <an> army. Brat, <laughs> yeah. Actually,
0: why air force though?
1: Um, I wanted something better for myself. Like I had seen the army lifestyle, the way that they live, but I also have family that's air force, so I got to see both, both worlds, so to speak, compare and, and contrast exactly. Right and the army was great for all the travel and everything but they live like garbage <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's yeah. not
1: what i wanted for myself like compared to the army we are
0: living a great life that's what blows my fucking mind is these the, these new kids and that's why i took them around and i showed them like yeah. hey, this is you're in masawa you're in japan now these are places you can go to that's why i took them down to the coastline it's gorgeous out there. I wanted to show them, like, they just landed. They've been here for like a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm getting you out to see more. So now when you're sitting in your room, you realize there is something else out there. So that was what I, the reason why I brought, it out, brought them out. But going back to what, what we were talking about, my point is <laughs> um, the Air Force. We, dude, I'm living in a three bedroom house (laughs) with the cats, dude. Like, it is the best you're gonna get. Mm -hmm. And then these new people come in, they're just like, "Oh, this sucks. I hate living in the dorm." Like, I did it for three years, dude. I had a house before I even joined the military, and I still adapted to it. And you make, you can make your life as it's it's what it is what you make it is what I'm trying to say. It is what you make it. Stop blaming everybody else for you being unhappy because happiness is a choice exactly. it's at an individual mm-hmm. level no your situation is not dictating your You happiness. have to take the reins on your life oh yeah my uh my twin brother and his wife my sister-in-law and my mom they've all done missions uh in uganda africa okay and they he sent me videos happiest people you would ever meet happiest people yes. just happy to be alive because they don't know if they're going to be alive tomorrow. Exactly. They're just trying to survive. They know but their they situation, so, so they have to take the advantage. littlest things. Littlest things. Just they just derive happiness out of it. You know, they just pull it out and they just it shows. Mm-hmm. We are so pandered to. <laughs> like, shut up! <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't want to be an <laughs> asshole about it, but I'm like, really, we have it's it's not going to get much better than this. So do something about it. You're, you being unhappy, coming in here and be like, oh, this, this Misawa sucks. No, it no, doesn't. No, <laughs> like, you suck. Okay. <laughs> you suck. Yeah, it's you who sucks. I don't oh. know where we're going with that, but we're back. So you started in Washington? <laughs> yes, we started in Washington. Sorry for my side tangents. That's You're, how I good. Do that. You're good. I do You're really good. You're good.
1: And then from Washington, I know there was some moving around in there, but I was really young, so I don't really know much about it, but yeah. the next spot that I remember is kentucky we were in from washington all the way over to kentucky that's, we were a, that's a huge fort, difference <laughs> yeah we were at fort knox for a little while and then from fort knox Fort knox is like the
0: most impenetrable fortress right yes i don't, I don't know anything about it, it but i've heard it before <laughs> i heard it in references what mm-hmm. what is that place? fort knox is like where our gold mine is
1: so to speak it's like where we hold all of our our what's it called our gold what backs our money what makes our money right. worth something
0: didn't they actually have that like uh, the madagascar penguins didn't they the, i think that i don't know i, I could be wrong but i, I think, think you, that i think, think we're talking they actually went into fort knox the Nicolas cage movie with the, the national, national treasure? treasure i think was they were in, in there too? yeah i think he I was in there think. as well there's a lot of, i don't know i'm looking into fort knox now this, i'm gonna look Gulf into flight. it I, I, <laughs> that's, that's just hella interesting i don't know anything about it but i've heard about it mm-hmm. that makes me nervous that i don't know I want to know about it now. It's supposed to be impenetrable. So Fort Knox is where you were stationed. Yes. Your family. Excuse me.
1: Um, And then from there... I remember Columbus, Georgia. I remember. And your parents were together still. No, no, no. no. This, they so they their swearing? marriage was annulled like three days after they were married. Oh, so shit. somewhere in that three days, I was conceived, and then it was so kinda... were you with your mom or were you with your dad? Uh, floating between my mom and my dad, like oh, I so you went back and forth. Mm-hmm. So like whenever one went to Korea, I would go stay with the other one, or whenever one deployed or whatnot. So yeah. They were both active duty. And Correct. They
0: stayed with did they give... did they retire out or yeah
1: both my parents are retired army so damn yeah my yeah. father retired out of Kentucky my mother retired out of Fort Hood.
0: How are uh, Thanksgiving's? <laughs> complex. <laughs> they in the same but, room,
1: or at least civil. I mean, I grew up with one parent telling me that the other one was terrible. I think that's, a, it that's was, the stupidest thing. So that you can do. one of the relationships with my parents, it's currently on the mend because of how I was raised. Like I did my mm. best. Well, I'm still doing my best to rebuild that relationship, but it's a struggle because I spent. 20 years of my life being told that one was a terrible person so yeah.
0: but the, the the thing is that uh, we're about to get deep here so you guys grab your clean <laughs> <laughs> but uh I, I think i read something about uh, it was like a social psychologist and uh he said that the worst thing you can do for a child whenever um like th- that was in the similar yeah. situation that you've been through is uh, when their parents are saying that this person is an asshole or whatever, and just just bashing them, and then you go back to that parent and they say, "No, this person's an asshole." They don't. They're so selfish and self-centered that they don't realize that you're. That's part of who you are. Yeah. So you're basically saying a half of me is shit, and then the other parent is saying the other half. So in your mind, as a growing adult or just a young child growing up. You've been told basically offhandedly that you're shit. Yeah. Every part of you is shit. So how do you get out of that? How does how does a child grow into, I'm not, I'm unique. I'm my own person. You did that without anybody telling <laughs> you. I, I don't know your entire life story, but you're like a success story. I right? try my best. I try my best. But there's a lot of the the, the I, that's this goes all back to the what i was talking about before with the whole abortion thing mm-hmm. and the yeah. and the foster system and the, uh, trying to get a, a, What adoption system is so broken yeah I, I dude i would have an entire house full of just kids i'll, I'll take them all honestly i think because I, I would love to just sit here and just talk to these kids and be like listen empower them exactly you can be your own
1: person And there's so much that we can learn from their experiences as well. We just have to get them out of that so that they can talk about it themselves.
0: That's what I was talking about on the on the radio show on Friday. Mm -hmm. Um, We were uh, we kind of moved into. Well, it started off was like there's an immoral problem, and it was uh, the disrespect between um, peer peer to peer relationships as far as and coworkers, and then specifically supervisors and leadership looking down on you know other airmen and they don't feel like their voice can be heard and um i talked about you, you a policy is not going to fix that no uh, i honestly the way what we have going through als which is airman leadership school that you have to do whenever you get to a certain point and then becoming an nco you have to go to other classes and yeah. do, there's always a class that's telling you how to you know, yeah. you know the most the most effective way on paper to reach your airmen and have good relationships which is great i loved ALS; it was an open forum. we sat in a huge room and everybody said oh you've been through it yeah i'm a big people person so i loved, ALS. I loved it I, loved I thought it. it was great i mean i didn't like the school work I mean, that... <laughs> but aside from that the the actual classes i was really happy to mm-hmm. go like i was like this is super awesome to go and sit down and they just have something that they a topic whatever that we're talking about and then we would Be able to actually interact with each other and bounce ideas off. And me, I don't shy away from heated conversations. Oh, no. I don't. I love it. I honestly love it. Because I have no animosity. There's no animosity in my heart. There's nothing that you could say. You could come up to me and say, I'm a straight Satanist and I kill babies. Do I agree with you? No. No. But do I want to know why? Yes. Yes. And will I argue my points versus yours? All day long. Absolutely, all day long. (laughs) But at the end of the day, I still love you. I I, I want the best for you. I don't like that. <laughs> you like to kill babies, but, and you know. uh, I definitely want to know where you buried them, so that I can, you know, you, can, you know, justice can be served. I want to know why you think the way that you do. <laughs> yeah, but I do. <laughs> essentially, I want to know why. What makes you tick? Why? Mm-hmm. Why do you feel that way? And it's I think that's why I said na- uh, nature versus nurture is like it really is always a mix of both. Mm-hmm. Everyone, we always think about extremes. Everyone always likes to put a, If I I'm a straight white man. You know, so my voice yeah. cannot be heard. But if I go out and I say, um, I, I agree with this conservative policy, right? Okay. Well, then I'm a red hat wearing Republican and I hate black people and I am and a sexist and a bigot and a misogynist. I, I you, really, there is no in between. It's stupid you, how it just like escalates just that quickly. Just right. Like, mm. I think it's because it's so easy to just kind of push people to one extreme mm-hmm. and then push them to the opposite extreme and there it's we we always cuz that's the easiest way right if you come at somebody and you talk to them um you have to keep i think the best thing to do is to keep your mind completely open and say they're going to be they're everywhere it's like a it's basically a, the way I like to think about people and based off their experiences and you know based off of who they are as people that was their foundation um you got to look at them like when you look into the sky at night and okay. see all the stars. There, you can connect them and make constellations. Yes. But if you take away those lines, all of these points—that is what—that that is a person. That is a person, right? Mm-hmm. It's these experiences that you're picking out. And I know y'all can't see me, but I'm actually like <laughs> pointing into the sky. There's lots like, of hand gestures. There's a there's so much there's it's it's complexity and it's way too, it's complex and it's hard. It's hard to actually know somebody, the in and outs, mm-hmm. you know, but me, that's, that's a part of the journey. Like that's, that's what I care about. People aren't just black and white. They're full of purples and greens and everything. They're just, yeah. Absolutely. You know, I actually, uh, <laughs> um, I think it was a couple of years ago I had changed my name on all social media okay. to, to gray, to gray, 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 okay. gray Castleberry that's not my given name and there's no there's no gray in my name but the reason why i chose gray is because i liked it because it wasn't black and white it's it's in the middle middle. right it's a mix but it's not like full of color or anything either it's just that i look at life in the gray right i like to be in that center and i can see both sides you know and uh it was actually my my twin brother he said uh that's kind of like living your life on the fence though you got to choose a side no i said why I asked them. I was like, why, why do I have to choose a side? Okay. Right. Cause I mean, for the longest time I was agnostic. I didn't, I, I believe that there had to be something because mm-hmm. I've i read a lot of books and I grew up in the church. You know, I grew up, I, my, when I was super young, I was Southern Baptist and, okay. uh, hated that even at a young age reading hymnals. There's no emotion. <laughs> there's no emotion into it. It was, I, I hated it, dude. I hated it. But, um, as I got a little bit older, my family they decided to go uh, not denominational. Okay. So I like, kind of like Protestant, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, d- that is where
1: dappled in there a little too. Yeah.
0: It's great, man. No, I honestly like I felt more. I don't know, just it, it, all did, it it made sense on an emotional level more than any other religion I ever looked at, and but still, I wasn't. Um, I hadn't tried anything else i hadn't seen other perspectives and so when i became you know i got I moved out of the house mm-hmm. and did my own thing went to college and lived you know away from my family i uh i just went straight agnostic i was like listen i, I agree fundamentally everything that the bible says like I, I haven't seen any real contradiction okay and i read up to try to find because i had friends that were atheists and they were talking about all these contradictions but no, it, it re- there really weren't any. Mm-hmm. It was just they were looking to try to find something exactly. to disprove yeah. it. Because uh, the difference between atheists and agnostic ideologies is that atheism, the, the majority of people, they're not not necessarily nihilist. They just they don't want to have any kind of moral standard. Mm-hmm. right? They want to be completely free. And they don't want anybody saying that they can't feel this way or look, do this. You know? We all still follow fundamental laws of nature. Okay. Yeah. Why are those fundamental? I, I'm going. I'm no, literally. I don't know where we're going Wait, on this rabbit it. hole. I feel like <laughs> let's, uh, let's let's take a step in. back. <laughs> I'm gonna take a breath. So four Knox. <laughs> All the way back to the beginning. Let's go back to the beginning. I'm serious. you got to cut me off. No, it's I'll okay. see okay. here. And I, I'm, we're going to end up talking about quantum mechanics later. <laughs> like, if i got to keep going, dude, it'll go on a molecular level of no life. No worries. No worries. Okay. Fort Knox. <laughs> I
1: I back to Fort on. Knox. So after Fort Knox, there was Columbus, Georgia. There was back to Tacoma. There's Fort Hood. There's El Paso. There's... A couple of there's so many places in there and then there's Portugal. So we ended up in Portugal for Portugal. a Portugal. That was amazing. I heard it was like, great. Oh my gosh. And sixth and seventh grade year, glorious. It's just like nothing but beaches and sunshine and travel. And was, Damn. Well
0: I'm way too wet. Did I go out? I can feel myself. <laughs> I'm like the I'm like the the closest thing to a vampire you can think of. I love the sunshine. I don't <laughs> I know, like it, dude, I think I'm, I've got I'm like turned into a lobster <laughs> for thirty minutes with my shirt off, dude. It's it's done. I got like natural cold
1: blood. So the sun is my friend. We yeah. You're a lizard person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um then it was back to Kentucky. My dad owned like a ranch out there, so I decided I was gonna go do like a year with my father and
0: That's insane. You're all over the place. You go from Portugal to Kentucky.
1: And then we ended up, I ended up back at Fort Hood and I graduated high school in Texas. And then from there I joined the military. What up? Me
0: too. (laughs) (laughs) I grew up in Texas too. And then uh, what part? Oh, I was in Dallas, Fort Worth area. God, but I mean, when I was growing up, I was in uh, East Texas, well, a small town. I claim Colleen, Texas,
1: because that's where I graduated high school. That's hmm. home, I guess.
0: Where is that by? What's uh, the closest big city?
1: Fort Hood is in Colleen, Texas. It's the most violent area in Texas. For it's really? about an hour away from Austin, three hours in either direction, San Antonio, and Dallas. Okay, yeah, Let's see what you're saying. I, There's uh, a major highway.
0: so much. So much crime in Colombia. Yeah, so Terrible. weird, though. Like you, you got four hood, the most whatever, the most impenetrable. It's the impenetrable largest structure. military
1: base, people-wise, in the world, and it's surrounded by violence. I mean, most of the violence comes from the military base itself. Really? Like, well, the people, like they get bored, they don't know what else to do, so it violence stems so, from so that. Beat the shit out of each
0: other. Yeah, <laughs> whatever.
1: Yeah. And
0: that's, then, I'd love to ask, like the my, the question is why do you think that is I don't know I don't
1: I don't understand like there is so much to experience in life why turn to violence when you could literally do anything else like what makes your mind go to violence I don't understand I don't, but I, at the end of the yeah. day we're Americans and most of our lives are or most of our history is violence so. Like our nation was built on violence. Like Christopher Columbus comes to the U.S. He wasn't a nice man, but you know, whatever, slaughters Native Americans, give them smallpox
0: blankets, you know. I think that competition definitely breeds progress, and there's been a lot of uh, philosophical old TV shows and and books that I've read up on, and uh, well, even just like going on and just like looking at threads, okay, you know, and um. The question that normally gets thrown out there, or like the there was, I know like I don't want to be a weeb, but there's an anime out there. It was called Code Geass. I have no idea what that is, but okay, I'll show it to (laughs) you later. But uh, essentially, it's uh, basically like there's a big empire that's called Britannia, which is basically America. Say like uh, if. We didn't secede from England, mm-hmm. right? Uh, America didn't secede from England. Basically, like, we stayed in... In, uh, in cahoots. In, in, yeah. And they decided to basically become the new Roman Empire. And it's, like, futuristic to the point, but not, like, to the point where it's, like, way too crazy futuristic. Okay. But it's, like, relative within, like, 30, 50 years um, in the future of today. hmm um, It's the Britannian Empire. And the the emperor uh has this huge monologue and the the protagonist is like he's he wants to he wants reform he wants chaos to, and he wants you know freedom and you know everything that is that's good morally <clears throat> right morally correct right but essentially he wants to be a socialist like he wants everyone to be on the same playing field me God. i don't I don't agree with that fundamentally i think it goes against our nature as uh human beings Human beings, we want progress. We want, we need, we we need conflict. We do. Yes. And I think that, but everything can be taken to an extreme. So the monologue that he had, he was all like, "We, our empire was built on conflict. It's built on the the. It said like, no. He actually said this, and this is what got me. got me, uh, um, really intrigued." With the monologue, okay. I mean, this is an anime, dude. Like, was, I was like, what? This is, like is high-level philosophy, right? <laughs> and I, he said, men are not created equal. He said that okay. from the get-go. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Because that's not the way uh, I was raised. Right. You know? okay. All men are created equal in the viability and where you can go but what he said was all all men are not created equal some people are born into the lower class and they should and they it's up to them to climb out of it the only way to climb out of it is to fight and that's the greatest thing about our empire is that it's all about free market you fight for what you can you you fight and you earn everything that you have okay it's because you fought to get that but that was i mean he was shown as the antagonist and i was like this guy's making a lot of good points, though. Right? I'm, okay. I'm not. I'm not the guy who usually sides with the villain, but yeah, he's he's to an extreme of very mm-hmm. uh, tyrannical rule. But I think I, the, it made sense, and I didn't actually at the end of it after other outside of watching the show for just for what it was. Okay. I loved the main protagonist. He was a great guy. Like it was a great character. The whole show was awesome, but. At the end of the day, I sided with this guy. Like, I sided with the bad guy. (laughs) Sometimes that's just how it has to be. The empire worked. (laughs) He destroyed it, but they never talk about what happens after. Okay. Where's the power vacuum Mm -hmm. after this whole Britannian empire died? There's going to be even more death, more destruction. Because everyone's just flailing. You know? Yeah. I don't know where we're going with that. Uh, violence. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, my... <laughs> violence. Thanks for keeping me on track. I do my best, but... I don't. Hey, know... that's the job of my guests. They gotta bring me back in. I'll stop my rants. I'm grab my lasso, okay? <laughs> yeah, and then just get us back to where we were. <laughs> so, uh... Yeah, we're talking about violence. But specifically, Fort Hood, you went back there. Yes. Then what happens? Um... I was... So... I graduated
1: high school out of there, and I actually had a plan to go to college. I was going to go to UMHB, the University of Mary harden Baylor, got accepted, and but what I didn't do, I didn't apply for any scholarships. I relied solely on my mother's GI Bill, mm. and then when it fell through because she wasn't re-enlisting...
0: Oh, it falls it falls through. I don't think it falls through anymore.
1: Uh, well, it's it was complicated. It was a whole scenario, and yeah, let's it was not get into it was that. just crazy, but. The school was like 40 grand a year and i was Jesus. just like well so that was a university that you're yeah. trying to go for yeah yeah and it just my mother was like well I, i'll pay for it blah 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 and mm-hmm. i was like you still have to put my sister through college yeah so i i took the high road and i decided i was going to join the military and get my education that way and not be well you h- took it thousands of dollars and
0: honestly like you you chose to, that was correct because you the reason why you did that and I'm, i could be wrong you, so let, me, let, me, let me let me let <laughs> <I laughs> me i think that even if it's subconsciously what your thought process was you don't want to owe yeah that anybody was, oh, no. specifically your family mm-hmm. you don't want to have them like kind of cuz they can choose to put that over you my mother like, is that type of person i am the i i made you who you are yeah you made me you birthed me but i don't want my success correct you to take credit for that because yeah. I'm the one who wants to go to college. I'm the one who wants to go to university, and so I I completely agree with what you chose is was the best road. You did it, you're at your own power, yeah. and no one else can take that away from you. You did it on your own. No one set can say I made this person. I mean, I'm still I'm six years into the
1: Air Force, and I still don't have a bachelor's, but I'm working. I'm hey, working. It's on hard it. working once on you start
0: it. working, man. Like I'm serious. I did two years in uh, junior college. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm like one class away from getting an associate's degree. And I'm going to do it. I'm just trying. I want to get staff first. Gotcha. (laughs) I got you. That's what I've been studying for. I'm going to do that. Once I get that, then I'm going to go back. We're having another great staff giveaway this year. So you could be in luck. You think so? Yeah. All right. Well, I've been studying. I think it's like
1: 10,000 or something that they're giving away. Maybe it's more than that. I don't even know. But it's a lot.
0: How how you found out the information. It's it's great to know.
1: Uh, a few years ago, it was like 50%. I think they're sitting at like 48%, 49% this year that they're giving away. They're still trying not to. giving away, but It was right
0: it. before I joined. I think it was um, 2014 mm-hmm. um, that they did this huge cutback and they just kicked a, a shit ton of We are out. still struggling from that Yeah, cutback. and that's why they keep giving away yep. all these uh, NCOs. So, um, for the people that don't understand these, this lingo that we keep throwing out here about <laughs> military and we're ranking up. Um, you basically take a test, but it's all based off of an average. Correct. And um, when, I, when we say giving away, it's like the bars set a little bit lower because we need more. Um, there's like
1: a quota that the military has to fill for NCOs and mm-hmm. airmen and senior NCOs. And a few years back, they decided right. they were going to cut a ton of people.
0: And it's been really difficult for the Air Force to keep people in. And Correct. that's why they've been adding a lot more incentive with the school, with the free health care, with there's so many things like everyone's like, Oh, military members don't get paid a whole lot. Dude, we get paid a shit ton. If you factor in if all the stuff in, that they like, give it, there are I'm people outside through-
1: paying 500 bucks a month for health insurance. If I paid 500 bucks a month for health insurance out of my pocket right now, my check would be what? Like $1,200 a month. Not yet. Shh,
0: not <laughs> like, I'm, I'm and, the- and I, I it, it kind of goes back to things like, yeah, Oh, well then, you know, the, the military doesn't take care of the people yes they do i'm li- i'm living rent free essentially exactly. in a three-bedroom yeah. house
1: all i gotta give them is a little bit of time
0: and some hard work and yeah. it's covered. Oh, okay. I actually i have to do my job <laughs> you to do my job like, <laughs> that's, <laughs> uh, that's all you're asking hell yeah i'll sign up yeah. for that and i gotta keep my hair in in rags like you can chop it all off okay Let's honestly go. like uh, that's the only thing that like, uh, if i had my if 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 i could change anything i think that if you want equality, right? Mm-hmm. You want you want the ladies and the guys to be all in the same you know thing. Make make a like a, 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 a gender neutral PT test. Make. I think they're
1: working that actually. I was actually reading an article where it's they're, There's like a
0: gets uh, involved and in all sorts of other stuff. Majority but... of ladies can run way longer and way faster than I can, mm-hmm. but. They are set at a lower bar. Yes. it's you know, like they, they can ball. make 90s with just showing up. They got, what, like, like 16
1: minutes to run a mile and a half, and I've Ridiculous, got, dude. what, 12? Yeah.
0: I've never made anything over 12. I never went past that. But it's like I see this chick struggling. I'm like, oh, she she failed. No, she finished. And then she's like, she by the time she finished, she's like 93. I'm yeah, like, come on now, 14 minutes. Into your PC time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why am I over here panting and dying while you're just? Oh my gosh. Uh, that that that, and then also like hair like i think that we should be able to grow our hair out as long hair as it's is not ruined. going to affect our worth work ethic like just yeah. give us the
1: ability to do what we want with no hair.
0: i get it like being uniform and and ha- and having like you know a, we look respectable you know what i mean like, i mean as far as image goes and professional i understand that i don't want i don't i'm not saying i want i want it to be open to where people can dye their hair purple mm-hmm. and green and, you know, with like the tips and stuff, I don't, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that length. I should be able to have, if I want a man bun, dude, what's wrong with that? As exactly. long as I have it pulled back, it's not in my face. But then once they adjust the standards for that, there's going to be
1: people that are going to try to push. The oh, limits yeah. Like they, they you are now. Give someone an then...
0: inch. It takes a mile. That's why it's exactly. easier just to say, listen, this is it. This is when it. When they right? changed the tattoo regs, that was actually really surprising mm-hmm. to me. I had, I did not think that was ever going to pass in the in a million years yeah. but they were like yeah full sleeves are good now i was like what's the next thing to the Neck next tattoos. One, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> i mean the navy already lets them go so what i
1: mean the air force is like a different standard though when i think of all the other branches the air force is more of a corporation than it is a military branch it really so. is that's why
0: everyone's like oh you're the chair force i'm like well yeah yeah <laughs> honestly i do work at a desk like i'm not I'm not on the boots on the ground, going out. That's what my family thought, because I, I, I didn't come from a, um, a family that was military. Okay. My grandfather was Air Force, but he was a chaplain of the system. Okay. So he wasn't, he was never like in the shit either. And so, but still, he didn't really talk about it. Mm-hmm. Like he didn't. I, I didn't sit around the campfire and my old, my grandfather tell stories. He was very soft spoken and did not, he was a man of few very words. few words very few words so i didn't know anything about the military but Understood. i did choose the air force and as soon as i did the whole process and i picked the job i sat down in the in the recruiter's office and he says so what do you want to do And i <laughs> looked at him and then the whole room was filled with other kids uh-huh. right and i sat down and he's like so what do you want to do and i was older than every one of them they're all like 17 still in high school and uh, I was like, I don't really want to get shot at unless I have to. Okay. And uh, I don't like getting dirty because I'm kind of metro, honestly. <laughs> like, I won't get dirty unless I have to. I always said unless I have unless to, unless I have to, you know? because I know I'm here asking for a job, mm-hmm. essentially. So, but you ask my standard, this is my standards that I'd like to have. I said, and I said honestly, an office job, like it doesn't matter what it is, if I can sit in an office and drink coffee all day and do a job and Perfect. do it good, do it well. Pink. I will be happy and he started laughing and everybody in the entire building started laughing because I mean I was in the center his yeah. desk was in the center and okay. then like all around the room were just chairs that all these other, it was a depth call okay yeah so there was everyone was there to get briefed and stuff like that and they all started laughing and I was like what's so funny and he said everybody here signed up for security forces I was like so you all want to be like a part of some call of duty bullshit Goodness. like it's gracious. not that's not how life works and it's that's only sustainable for a specific amount of time mm-hmm. like you may be like your first year like yeah this is the shit and then you see your buddy die and then you're like now you no. want to kill yourself <laughs> Like now you're sitting in the house with a pistol in your hand like why am i alive yeah when my buddy just had to die why would you sign up for that so i don't know i just i just laughed Some people i laughed with them out of pity brothers, like I, I just you guys don't understand like don't sign up to be shot at so i actually signed up to be broadcasting that like,
1: would have been great i did my interview and I, well it was more like a how do i say it um it wasn't an interview it was a audition it was an audition so we went into a radio station hey. and we were given a script and we we're reading over the scripts and everything like that and my tape went up and it was good to go it was perfect and then literally it was like three months before i was supposed to leave for basic training they reviewed my tape again and they came back and they told my recruiter that they didn't want me and i was like well why not and they're like <laughs> he t- he read the email and it said that i was smiling through my tape and that's not what they were looking for and i was like you don't want somebody with personality what 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 is wrong with you people like so it was either stay in the depth another year or take ammo which is my current career field and run yeah. with it so i took because back home was a terrible situation so i was like it's time to go let's yeah, go just like, give it to me it's time to
0: go i was the same i went open general so i was just gotcha. like listen just give me what you can give. this is what i want and luckily i got that mm-hmm. like, i could have easily ended up being in security forces or doing something bad yeah. i've watched I a ton I of hate. people go in open general and end up security
1: forces yeah but that's whatever. what everyone said yeah. I, uh,
0: during uh during i think it was during basic training which is like other people that don't understand what that means it's like boot camp but it's not really like oh man <laughs> um, it's cake it's a walk-in the park when we had to do the the fire in Cadham. we had to do yeah. the, actually the shooting range mm-hmm. um they asked me what my job was and i was like i'm up in general i don't know yet because i mean we fi- i found out you know you find out in basic if you yeah. go up in general and um he was like oh next security force is right here you right better here. do a good job at this shooting range because that's what you're going to be doing and i was like we'll see <laughs> this point, i just did not care dude and uh that's a that's an entire whole uh What's that? What, what do they call those stories? Origin stories? Mm-hmm. I could give you that, but let, I want to talk about you first. <laughs> <Goodness> <laughs> My man. origin story is, uh, it's not that crazy, but it's definitely like how I got into the military was definitely like uh, a spur of the moment, just like, fuck it. <laughs> like, That's basically I'm, I'm what like... mine was. It was like, well... I'm either not going to college or I'm joining the military. I didn't have the money. I don't want to be in debt yeah. for the rest of my life, too. And that's and that's that was one of the I reasons. Like I like living debt around.
1: free. OK, not. Yeah.
0: Only... Oh, dude, I got I'm paying on a car that's in the States. Mm-hmm. That's it. I owe nobody anything. I don't I have even a... have a credit card, dude. Oh, I've got three of those. I've just got a bank card. Just to build card. my credit, I guess. Yeah. i got a bank card. And you know what? It would probably be beneficial if I actually got one, but. I just, there's a lot of perks okay there are a lot of perks to having credit cards i'd love well, let's talk about that later <laughs> <laughs> i I'm, i've always been like credit no i don't like that i mean i like having a good credit score but yeah. i don't like being in debt i'm one
1: of those people that only uses my credit card for the month and then i'll pay it off at the end of the month like i don't use my debit card it stays in my wallet unless there's some place that doesn't take american express or whatever right
0: so it's that's, good to have multiple exactly mm-hmm. so especially I, out here in japan like they like, do take card there's and then half like, the time they don't. So It's, it's like, really like mm. one out of three chance it's mm-hmm. going to work. And so it's good to have different carriers Hi. on you. Uh, so that's why I usually just go to like the Lawsons and I'll pull out like a hundred, you know, dollars, which is like, what, a hundred thousand yen. Add two sure. zeros. Yeah, add two zeros to it. <laughs> basically, if, uh, when it comes to the currency out here, you add two zeros and you take away the two zeros and that's basically your USD yeah. currency standard. So that's the best thing um so after fort knox there was a bunch of other places and then there was fort hood fort hood and then there was the air force and there was the air force so so what what made you decide uh, other than we already kind of had an idea of like why you you already said it's stated rather um why you chose the air force correct so once you joined Let's talk let's start there and then go to now. From then to now. Then and I'm to gonna now. shut the fuck up and okay. I'm gonna let you talk. All right. I'm mean, gonna right. let me grab my bottle of wine
1: You're now. good, you're good.
0: <laughs> <Lock it. laughs> go ahead, start Get it.
1: So now I'm just like talking to myself, but okay. <laughs> so I joined the Air Force, I went to basic training, and then oh, don't hurt yourself. Uh, I went to basic training and I went to tech school. I made so many friends. I'm one of, I'm just a people person, so I make friends anywhere that I go. Because you mm. never know like where you're gonna be in life or where somebody else will be, and you're just gonna cross paths again. So Damn. don't don't burn your bridges up. I mean, unless it's worth burning and then fucking light it on fire. Just let it go with gasoline or kerosene or whatever, but let it go. <laughs> anyway. Um went to basic training, went to tech school, which is where I learned how to be ammo basic where I didn't really I don't think i learned anything in my tech school actually except yeah i didn't learn anything so after tech school i went to seymour johnson which is in north carolina and i spent like a two and a half years there like there were tdy's there was a deployment made so many friends i love so there's such a bad reputation about seymour johnson but seymour johnson is just another bit besides the name being weird but Uh, it's just another place and it's a great location on the east coast but nobody takes advantage of that like it's dead smack the middle of the east coast you have the beach you have the mountains you've got dc you've got atlanta you've got new york if you want to make that eight hour drive it's all right there wow but people literally they just stay at seymour johnson and they don't do anything but you have to get out i mean gatlinburg is literally a five hour drive away
0: Go. Dude, ninety percent of people that join the military they say I joined it because I want to travel, and or they, then don't they go get anywhere. to the place they don't fucking travel. Like, like <laughs> what, what is your
1: problem? Like, get out, do something. Like, they I was taking cruises, I cry. was taking flights, I was doing everything that I could, just mm-hmm. because I'm one of those people that loves to move. So, yeah. I made so many friends, went so many places, and then I actually got married while I was there.
0: Damn! That's a,
1: that's oh, I want to hear about man. that. So, I was engaged
0: once. That was uh, that was a part of that origin story for Goodness. sure. So I
1: was dating this girl. She had a kid. So I actually had a stepson too. But I was dating this girl for like a year, year and a half. And then we got married and then I deployed. But right before I deployed, I got mm. orders to Korea. Oh, and obviously we were dating year for... year. Yeah. Without any,
0: without exactly.
1: Um, we were dating for a year, year and a half before we got married. So she knew I was in the military. There's, there's no hiding it. Oh, so she yet, wasn't right? a part of the military. No, no, no. She was a civilian. Mm. Um. And she knew that I wanted to travel the world. Like Yeah. That that's just me. And she knew that.
0: You can hop the train with me, but this is what I'm doing. Exactly. <laughs> exactly.
1: But right before I deployed I got orders to Korea and I told her like after Korea the goal is to end up in Europe somewhere. That was it. Yeah. So Hell I was yeah. deployed and I was waiting to get back and then start out processing to head to Korea. And She had moved back to Texas to stay with her family while I was deployed because it's six months And then I was gonna come back and then leave for a year So I was just like you just go stay with your family. You have a Mm -hmm. good time. You don't have to whatever anyway. Yeah, so (laughs) It was like halfway through the deployment. I get a message and she's like I'm not really sure that I'm Ready to leave the country and I'm like, well, I'm not gonna argue with you So if you don't want to go you don't want to go. Okay, Mm -hmm. this is your lifestyle but you knew what you were getting into We talked about this exactly. Like
0: Like, like, that's what I don't get. Like people, they they recant way too much.
1: Exactly. Like Like, this is your opportunity to explore the world with me, and you don't want to go. That's okay. Whatever. Divorce papers were served a week
0: later. I'm not married. I'm 28 years old, dude. I I didn't get married. I didn't do it because it it that means something to me. All right. Like when I make a promise and a vow.
1: I mean, when I say I'm the product of two divorced military... My father's been married and divorced twice. My mother's been married and divorced six times. So Jesus Christ. At this yeah. rate, I'm just a product of disaster. It really just devalues the entire it does, it framework. Does. Like, just- I think the best advice I got on marriage was marriage is like pancakes. There's no shame in throwing the first one out. Absolutely zero shame in throwing That's the first sad, one out. That's fucking
0: sad, dude. Like, why, why get married then? I don't know. At you this know? point,
1: the next time I get married, if I ever get married again... It's it. That is it right there. Like that's all. But I You're got divorced. I'm a
0: one and done kind of guy when it comes to that. If I when I get married, I'm like listen, before I even put ask her or I'm going to be like listen. This is the rest of your life is with me. You better fucking want it and you better be okay with this and we're going to work through shit, all right? Don't be going off and talking about your problems to some other, you know, person. We can go to marriage counseling together. Honestly, I encourage it. I love counseling, dude. Mm-hmm. I like to go to therapy. I it's love not bad to the for chaplains. people think it's such a bad thing, no. but it's actually good for you. It's good to know what's already in your head exactly. and be able to voice it to someone who that's their job is to quantify it for you and say, this is exactly what you're feeling. Mm-hmm. I know because I've, this is my profession. Exactly. Um, the, everyone thinks they're so unique in their own problems. We all go no. through the same you shit. You are not the only day. one. I promise. Okay? Yeah. You're not the only one. You're not. I mean, you're very unique. And the way it's, it's the choices that you make, those experiences, most of the experiences that everyone has the same experiences, mm-hmm. they're, just, they're just framed differently exactly. in a different place, different mm-hmm. time. But they're still the same experiences, You know, that's how we can relate to each other, but it's how we go about those experiences and what we take from those that make us who we are, you know, and I like the journey, but I just don't, I don't, I I like to know why I feel a certain way. You know, why am I feeling this? If I can't do, if I can't come to a conclusion with, through self-reflection, then i like to talk to somebody that I know is wise or has that kind of professional Mm -hmm. um, degree of knowledge. To give me their take, you know? I love therapy. I think that everyone should do it. Honestly, I think it should be mandated. (laughs) Everyone needs to go to therapy, you know? Like, I think it's great. It's, I mean, even in the Bible, it says seek wise counsel, you know? Because you don't know everything. That's a true statement. We do not. You, and you never do you're constantly learning up until you're like 80 if you make it that far you're still there's still things you're never gonna be able to know everything mm-hmm. so everyone out here throwing shade on social media like listen here i know all about this you know like you no, know, this bitch right here is like you don't even know their life like, yeah hell you mm-hmm. don't even know who you are so shut the fuck up and sit down and post a cat video for god's sake video. that's what this form was built for originally Stop making it a political statements and social issues and like you know everything mm-hmm. you don't you don't oh. shit I did it again. <laughs> okay, <You're good. laughs> coming on another rant. But um, okay, where was I? Div- oh, you were the talking divorce. about you were getting when you were married. So yeah. what happened with?
1: Akira? So I wasn't gonna argue with the way that she wanted to live her life. Like she's her only her own person. She has a kid, and she didn't want to go. I mean, I told her like once we're done, we're there's no going back from this yeah and she made that decision and i wasn't going to fight her to go overseas because that's if she, it wasn't going to make her happy so i was like okay and we did it we div- divorce papers were served a week later and our divorce was finalized a couple months after that but um my supervision got wind of me getting a divorce while i was deployed and they knew that as soon as i got back from the deployment mm. i was going to be out processing to go to korea so they're like this is a lot for you to handle. Like your little A1C, it's so much going on. We're going to cancel your assignments to Korea. And I was like, Really? What? Yeah. So they canceled okay. my assignments to Korea. So I was in North Carolina for, after the deployment, for maybe another four ish months. And then I ended up with an assignment to Japan, which came at like a really terrible time because I was in the process of trying to retrain again to another career field. Oh. Okay. So. I didn't know that I was slotted for an assignment, but I put in my package to retrain and it was shot down within like a day and a half and they didn't give me a reason why. So we were frantically calling everyone trying to figure out why my, my package was shot down so fast Hmm. and there was no reason behind it. But someone in my supervision called someone somewhere and they're like, well, it's possible that he's coded for an assignment and literally two days after my package was shot down. I got the notification saying that I. You're had going Masana. to Japan. Yeah, I was like, "Are you guys gonna tell me this when you denied my package? You couldn't tell me that I was coded. Great, guys, thanks. Yeah. But it had turned out that I was coded two weeks prior to me putting in my retrain package, but they don't send out the notification until later on or whatnot. So that happened, and wait, well, was it Masawa? It was Masawa. So, yeah. so that's so that's how you got here. That's how I got here. Yeah. So
0: yeah, that's i'm here so about your time here i mean you've seen people come and go i've been here for three years yeah so three years and i've got seven days left seven days yes and you've been all over the place too i before have you even I, I don't stop
1: moving okay yeah. I don't stop moving like i've been on tdy's to thailand all over japan and indonesia and yeah
0: I want to be a bartender too, man. There's that as How'd well. How'd you do that? How'd so, you even get that? Cause I, I, I thought that you were like either a dependent or you were a hero no, no, on a visa. No, no. So I, I didn't s- even know that you were in military, honestly. Yeah. Cause I, the way I met Dom was I, I went up to sing karaoke and, uh, shit we just boring not, drinks dude remember the last time when it was just me and you and like everyone was gone and we just started just having, having, that having a really good time good, oh, like, that shit was yeah. awesome but, um, i love loungy shit like that i can't right, handle the clubs anymore i'm too old for that nice shit. and chill and relax
1: but <laughs> yeah, um yeah. i started bartending in north carolina actually i had a second job i actually have multiple second jobs excuse me um i didn't even know we were allowed to do that yeah so uh second jobs in the states are really easy you just Route up a piece of paper through your chain of command. Say hey, it's illegal. They'll sign off on it, and then you're approved if they think it's a right thing. So, so mostly, um, it's
0: like a weekend thing. Is that what you've yeah. been usually done? So, so I was
1: working at a. Like to stay active, huh? Yes, I don't like to stay still. Okay, I don't, <laughs> and as an A one C, you don't make a lot of money. So yeah, that's true, man. Oh, <laughs> Living the life that I want to live, I needed the money to live I didn't in that even life. Think
0: about that though. I didn't <laughs> yeah. even think that I had an option to actually get a second job. Yeah, you know, for the so, weekends.
1: There was a point where I was. I working could even swing two it jobs, on the pole, dude, Go, making
0: all kinds of bank back right? then. Dude. I
1: mean, <laughs> second jobs are allowed as long as they don't look bad on the air force. So stripping is not one of those ones that they approve. But, well, shit. But, <laughs> That's about uh, only thing I'm good at. I, <laughs> my first second job was at a, a barbecue restaurant. It was like a buffet type thing, and then I deployed and came back, and I didn't want to work there anymore. So, I. Uh, I applied as a bartender. Well, actually, I didn't even apply. Like, We were at, eating at a Mexican restaurant,
0: Hell and the manager yeah. walked by. I missed by. Those, dude. I missed free I know, fried beans, dude.
1: <laughs> the manager walked by, and I was like, hey, are you guys looking to hire? And he was like, no, not at the moment. And at that time, I was living above that Mexican restaurant. There were some historic apartments above it, and they were oh, what beautiful. Else? And then oh, I remember. Like downtown? It was downtown, yeah. yeah.
0: Downtown. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I remember getting ready for work and walking outside to my car because our parking spots for the hotel were behind, I'm not the hotel, but for the apartments were behind the restaurant and the manager was out there on the phone and he like waved me down and he's like, we're looking for a bartender. I was like, okay. Okay. He's like, can you start tonight? I was like, I had never bartended a day in my life and I was like, sure, why not? So that was how that started and I worked there for a year, I think, as a bartender. Just like, that's how I got in the groove of it, like had a blast thirsty thursdays and everything like Shit. that Dude,
0: like, your life could be like a tv show and i'd fucking watch it too <laughs> i'd watch it Dom. Um,
1: really there were nights where we'd close down the bar and there's like a couple other i mean not close down the restaurant because was a restaurant and a bar is like half yeah. and half so mm-hmm. we close down the restaurant and the bar would just be open we'd have a good old time and there'd be a dj and like there were a couple restaurants on the strip too so we'd shut down the bar to the public sometimes and we just like have our own little shindig in there, and it was a blast. I don't know how many times awesome. I danced on that bar. but On top it was, of a, it? Yeah, it was, a, Damn. oh my gosh, I had That's so much fun. About. But the manager was like keen on just giving out tequila shots, and thankfully I just lived right <laughs> no, upstairs, no. but me and tequila are not friends anymore. No, I'm not. At all, like I we have never been liquor, friends, man. but now we are enemies. Like me and tequila, we just don't get along, just because of the manager. But yeah. anyway, the restaurant is now blacklisted now. What? back at some more Johnson due to so That's the manager the was involved tequila in,
0: shots he's trying
1: to set himself up for he was involved in some sexual harassment charges and mm. i guess his son was involved in like a drug whatever anyway the restaurant is now blacklisted so even if i wanted to go back to north carolina i yeah. can't go back to the place where i had the most fun but anyway um when i got here uh one of my co-workers his wife was bartending at tipsy Yeah, and we were good friends, and when she left, Lisa was looking for another bartender, so I was like, yeah, I don't mind volunteering my time here. I
0: was there when it first opened, too. Like, I I, I literally, I don't know how I found out about it, but I was like, yeah, I want to check this new place out. I don't know, I've
1: loved my time at Tipsy. Tipsy is like a great, I don't really drink anymore, except the last few weekends, because there's only a few of them left, but just being in that atmosphere, like I'm such a people person, just being able to interact with people. People come to the bars to interact with other people. So being dealing, the bartender, the person. dealing with doing. drunk
0: people. You see the best and the worst. Exactly. It really is too. Oh, it it really is at extremes. you either going to see is. the worst out of somebody or you're going to see the best out of them. Right. And um, I I mean, I used to bartend, but it was for like Red Lobster. So oh, it wasn't okay. like at a club or mm. a bar. It was a uh, bartending for Red Lobster. So everyone was always ordering wine or you know something like that but that's a, that's the most i mean i am I, I came from like working wise i was always a server but um
1: i did some of that too i did some serving oh, I in loved high serving. school yeah.
0: i loved it like yeah when i was in high school up until i was 20 until i actually joined i've been a server that's mm-hmm. all i've ever done yeah, so that's all I, but it's kind of hard to actually get out of it though because um outside of you know having my degree all the only work experience i had was service, service industry. And uh, I didn't want to do that anymore. And it was really difficult because I put in, I applied for a bunch of jobs Mm -hmm. with like an oil company. You need that experience though. I'm like,
1: how are you supposed to get the experience if you want to let me work? Exactly.
0: So So, um, that's why I ended up deciding to go uh, the military route and hopefully get an office job because mm-hmm. I know that's like where I, I like to sit at a desk and I like to talk you know <laughs> so I would have loved to do broadcasting like you were talking about. that would have been glorious and then yeah but it when turns it comes out sorry yeah, that guy yeah.
1: that got the job instead of me because he wasn't smiling through his tape mm-hmm. got in a car accident a week before he was going to basic so he couldn't take that job and they didn't even call you back no I was already gone Damn.
0: How did you find that out,
1: though? My recruiter, he technically lives down the street from my mother. Or lived down the street from my mother. I don't know if he's still there, but yeah. Oh,
0: shit. So they actually all knew each other. Damn. You're talking about connections. You ain't lying when you're talking about connections. (laughs) that's, That's another thing that I i'm getting to the point now that i've really realized that it's good to i need to everybody that i meet i need to remember their names i need to know who their wives are who their you know husbands are their dog's name their what kind of food their dog knowing people and those things about their life that's power that kind of knowledge it's really bad
1: but more people at Misawa know me than I know them.
0: I'm the same way.
1: And it's like like, "Hey, dude." Like, Do hey, I "Oh my know god,
0: you." <laughs> They'll be calling me by my first name. I'm like, "I don't know who you yeah. are." And they are they know me because we've talked, uh, but I just don't remember, you know? Yeah. I need to be I, I'm working on that. That's the, new, the the next season of my life, this new season that I'm going through. I'm focusing on remembering everybody's name. Focusing on knowing the details about their lives, mm-hmm. not not like invasive, not yeah. like blacklist. Level just the basics. Shit. That, I'm just talking to know. like knowing people because I'm, I'm a twin, and uh, this is gonna get a little. No, it's just, basically, this is my ideology. This is the reason why I I'm I'm never really cared for names. Okay. And um, and I know that, it, that's an identity. That's a, that's your moniker as a as a human being. Yep. I never cared about names because I'm a twin. And my twin brother's name is Taylor. Okay. I'm Trent. He's Taylor, right? I've been called by Tay, Taylor and then a bunch of other names. So I've never really felt uh, a connection with my name. Mm -hmm. I didn't really feel like it had any relevance because I was always compared and contrasted with my twin brother. Okay. And no one ever could ever remember who, which one am I, you know, messed up in its own sense, but yeah, but it was like, I, I had that inner confidence of knowing, that i am me mm-hmm. but i don't need a name to be me you know i could be nobody i can you could walk up and say hey nobody and i would be like hey what's going on like i literally if you go in to the room and i'm there and you're so like fuck face and i'm looking up yeah. dude i'm like hey is that me yeah i think so just, because just like i've never really my, my name has never really had any like uh what, weight to it okay. i never really cared me because but that's how me but my problem has been that I haven't been able to separate myself but that that's the way that I see it but other people their name means something that's their identity so you call someone by their name they respond like hugely because I've always gone by like hey man hey girl what's going mm-hmm. on you know like I, I, I usually use that but now it's like I need to start knowing names. So actually funny thing. Knowing names. It's hard for me because yeah. of because of the way I grew up, it was just like my name doesn't mean anything, you know?
1: Well, I grew up by a different name. Like my entire family called me Nico growing up, which is actually one of my middle names. And um right after high school, like I was going through some stuff and I was like, I'm gonna remake myself. And instead of going by Nico anymore, I decided I'm just gonna go by Dominic or Dom. That was it. Like it felt more more like an adult more like this is more me that yeah. is someone i was in the past we're remaking oh, this entire thing be
0: you know what would be insane I'm, i don't want to cut you off i feel bad now no no, no. <laughs> oh i feel bad now <laughs> <laughs> but you know what would be crazy if the entire world got in on this this scheme is that you have a children's name child name mm-hmm. right and i'm sure there is a some culture out there that probably does this you have your child name And when you get to a certain point in your life of age, Mm -hmm. then it turns into your young adult name. And then when you get to your adulthood, your name shifts and your parents or you, I think that the first name, the first name as when you're a kid and a child, your parents choose it. Right. Because you're living in their Mm -hmm. house and everything like that. Young adult, you choose it. And then adult, adult, you choose your name like so it's your identity mm-hmm. you get to choose it and it makes it your own you're not just born and i have to give it up to my mom to say this is your name now you gotta live with that forever right. i know you can change your name legally you can, but, but i think it would be cool to, ha- to give people option you know in those three stages of life mm-hmm. like at, at, when you're a kid yeah that's your name but don't worry because once you hit you're preteen, then you get to choose, exactly. and then until you hit, when you, once you hit 25, 30, then you change it again. You know, that should shit, that shit would be dope, right? It would. It would be a great time, and I,
1: I think people would. Did learn you change it I mean. legally? No. So my first name is Dominic, and my okay. middle name was Nico, and that's just what everybody called me. Mm. So I met a man today that said his name is Anthony, but his first name is David, but he goes by Anthony. I mean, it happens all the time, I guess, but I don't know why it came about that way why everybody started calling me nico but i don't i just got to this point where so much bad stuff had happened in my life and i just wanted to be somebody different yeah and this name had always been a part of me but it was never used so i was like this is it right here i started why do we even have middle names uh i don't know i don't know i I gotta do some research on that (laughs) but uh it was like i just remade myself i just like i became this person that i Knew that I was in the back of my mind, but I was constantly living a life full of tragedy and everything else. It was just, it was just freaking terrible. Mm. And I was just, I was tired of it. So I took the name that I had, but never used. And I made that who
0: I am. Today. That actually spurred you out of it too. Because I mean, I don't know what you're referring to, because mm-hmm. I don't know your entire life. But with all the tragedy and stuff, uh, it could just be, you just, ha- you're happening to be a bi, or you just, uh, happen to be in that environment mm-hmm. or whatever the but if you're taking it away like how much of that was choice because you felt obligated to be in that and then once you change your name you shift the narrative for yourself you're like that's that that part of my life right now is done and now i'm dumb and, and i'm going out and i'm doing this happened
1: when i left and joined the air force i was like this is it i'm leaving mm-hmm. my mother i'm leaving this old town i'm doing it all i'm doing this on my own so that was my turning point it was like i'm just going to become a whole new person when i leave this is this is it this is my doorway to change Absolutely. that's
0: that's that's awesome man you're you're uh what's what's the term i'm looking for i don't know i can't read minds i know i'm I'm, I'm saying like uh it's like basically like you're the standard that everyone should build want to be to meet what's was like you're an inspiration to our generation. An inspiration, an inspiration. Okay. You're an inspiration to the generation. Got it. You should be uh, talked about you know, out there. So, what what do oh, you man. want? Like, though, like, as far as like, as far as purpose, and like, at the end of the day, when you're on your deathbed, what did you? What would you have one have done? Or like, you know, do you, do you want to be famous? Like, what, no, what do you I just, want? I like, want to live happily and comfortably. At an, an individual experience. level, you don't exactly. care yeah. about other people. No one. Well, I do care about a lot of people. Well, but... I mean, I'm saying like other people's like, perception. And stuff. Yeah. I'd, you don't need I to be like in the history okay? books. You just want to live and I just, just be happy. Live. Yeah. All right. Like... That's the most humble thing I've ever heard. <laughs> 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 me, honestly, even me, I'm like, I want to be heard. I want my voice to be heard. I want, mm-hmm. I, as soon as I meet somebody, I don't know, you know, like, mm-hmm. I, dude, I just talk, I talk, I talk so much because I want them to see my heart. Mm-hmm. There's a song by, uh, uh, Bring me the horizon. Okay. I don't know if you know that that band. I've heard of them. Yeah, it's a. It says a. Can you feel my heart? Mm-hmm. I don't know what really. The I couldn't read off all the lyrics, but that just that line that meant a lot to me. I was like that because that's that's who I am. I just want to be because there's so many people that are going to just take take you for granted. Yes, and if, use you if you let them. Yeah, and use you like that, that's what they that the, inherently we are at our core selfish beings mm-hmm. right it takes training and it takes well knowledge and not just knowledge but using that knowledge to better yourself it takes a lot of work to be selfless right? that's not something that's inherent you're not inherently selfless you're inherently we're animals we want Correct. to survive now that we don't have to worry about survival we want to take 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 as much as we, yeah that's our core right so whenever i meet somebody I always just talk. I tell them everything about me, good pros and cons. Okay. Like I know, like I know, I'm dumb at this. I know I'm good at this. This is who I am. This is my what I think because I just, regardless if they like me or not, I just want them to know my heart. This is who I am. Okay. All right. I'm the. I want to be as most honest, and it doesn't work with the ladies. Like it's not good because like they like a the mystery, and I'm not a mysterious dude. <laughs> like, I'm like, this is who I am. Either, you're Here's either about it or you're not about it. And so, but I am an open book. I try to be because I I I know I have a lot of masks up here, but it's actually there's a it's it's ironic because because I try not to wear a mask, but I, I that's why I present them there. You know. Okay. That's that's the reason why. It's just like I when I go and I speak to somebody I don't I don't want to have to put on a face, you know, and try to try to be somebody different. I just mm-hmm. want to be me and you either accept that or you don't. And if you can like, if you don't like it then that's great. At least thanks for your time. Yeah. Okay. That's a good breath. I'm done. I'm done. That one. I need to remember what were talking about. Here, I don't right? know either. <laughs> um <where> we? <were> <laughs> No, it was after you got married. Now you're in the... In, in the we were talking about bars, working as oh, a... Oh, well, a, yeah. yeah. Just, as a bartender. I enjoy bartending. It's like, everything about it. I want to get into it, honestly. I don't think... I Because I, I stopped drinking, mm-hmm. and I think that, honestly, working would help me to stop even on the weekends. I mean, because I Because now was, I have
1: something I'm actually working on. I was the only sober bartender in there. Like, it was a... Because bartending tell what's, us a story
0: dude tell us a story about your what's the craziest shit that's happened since you were bartending in in uh, at tipsy at tipsy um specifically because i live here and i want gotcha. <laughs> I, I can actually visualize i don't even know like
1: at this point all the nights just run together cuz i've worked so many nights well, you don't have to, like
0: say a date or anything that like just say like, just like, saying, like what what's something crazy that's happened it doesn't have to be the most just Whatever's oh the my gosh car. there was a wig oh we had this lady come in
1: with her husband and they were having a good old time okay but they got way too drunk
0: way too drunk so like uh set, set the scene so the i scene. think i was i working
1: upstairs or was i working downstairs
0: you don't work upstairs as much you hadn't really
1: so i got to point because there's no windows upstairs yeah. and the smoke it just like i just got tired of it like i hate no offense. I just hate no, the smoke in my lungs and everything. Like So I was just like, Lisa, just keep scheduling me downstairs. I don't want to be upstairs anymore. Mm-hmm. She's like, okay, whatever. You know, Lisa does whatever I ask her to because she loves me. But <laughs> yeah, um, I don't remember. I think I was upstairs. And this couple, they were up there. They were having a good old time. They were singing karaoke. The girl cannot sing to save her life. And her husband yeah. couldn't sing either. But they were blasting it. Oh, my gosh. It was terrible. Um, but they eventually went downstairs and i had some more customers come upstairs after they left because they were tired of listening to them sing too but they came back upstairs and we were having a good time everybody left so i closed the second floor and i went back downstairs and this couple had been at the bar downstairs the rest of the night just constantly drinking they hadn't stopped jesus and it got to the point where it's time for them to go and on their way out the door, this chick fell twice. Oh. Dropped her purse. All of her makeup was all over the floor. So we're like picking it up, helping her put it back in her bag, getting her out the door. And it was icy outside, and it was snowing. Oh, so She it was gets like, outside. outside. Yes, she gets outside and she falls just right outside of tipsy.
0: Like, did she trip on anything? Or no, was she just straight she, up, she was just drunk, like fuck.
1: She's <laughs> drunk and she <laughs> fell over. It's bad. But her husband tried to get her up. They got her up. She left more of her stuff outside, but. Started walking out, and then we go outside because we were locking up, and her wig is on the ground. So,
0: what do you mean? Like, uh, explain the wig, though. Like, literally, her wig. It was just a long brown wig. So she was her hair short? Like, what's what's going on on top of her dome? (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. I had never seen
1: her before that night. Like, so I don't know what her hair was like. I know she had a hat on over her wig, but. When she left, her hat and her wig were on the ground outside, and they were nowhere to be found. Holy shit. And there was a point where I posted it on Masawa Ass, and I'm I was like, like...
0: Hey, I have your wig. No, no, no.
1: Because <laughs> it was on the ground outside. I just took a picture of it. I was like, you left your wig at Bar Tipsy. Like, I don't know what came of it, because yeah. when I came back the next day... Because I think it was a Friday, because I was working Did again on Saturday. Did they come back and pick
0: it up? The wig was
1: think? gone when I came back to work, so I Did don't you know. Did you ask Lisa about it? No, at that point it just didn't matter. I was Did like, really whatever, it's just another whole... day, but. <laughs> The amount of comments and reactions
0: on that <laughs> photo on Masawa, I tried to imagine. stay off of Masawa Asks. Imagine. Yeah. But, oh, there's oh a new one God. now called Masawa Confessions. Oh, yeah. I was on it for two days and I had to, I had to fucking. It leave. is like a black hole. Okay. I had Somebody leave, added yes. me
1: and I started reading through it. I was like, I have to get off yes, it. Yes, I was like, done. I was
0: like, this is not, this is destroying my faith in humanity. Oh, my gosh. I have terrible. to get off this thing.
1: There was one I was reading the other day about a guy.
0: This uh, is an anonymous chat post, uh, Facebook group, by the way, for people I don't understand. It's basically for the city that we're living in right now. Mm -hmm. It's um, you can post whatever you want anonymously through Google Docs, and then they post it. The admins will go in and actually throw it on there. No names, no nothing. It's whatever you've experienced or seen, and whatever they try to do, no names. Whenever they actually throw the post out, and they have admins that see it, that's great i can't do that anymore (laughs) because the shit that they say out there anonymously it's like it's the worst of society it's just there was
1: one this guy i guess he's got like a kink of being a baby and someone taking care of him man and i'm like dude i guess he thought he found the right girl and (laughs) they were going through it and he shits himself and he's like i need to be changed and it turns out she was not the right one because no shit. the diaper came <laughs> off and she started. I think she. The post said she started throwing up and crying.
0: And cry- yeah.
1: And right. she left and she won't respond to any of his messages. or No anything shit, like that. that's like, emotionally traumatizing, <laughs>
0: dude. Like that
1: poor girl. You shit yourself and expected her to take care be of on you. About it, like, no. Uh, uh, dude, no. Right then the reactions on that post were just like they were amazing
0: oh it's great it's really it's trolly i mean it's very trolly i like it if it was a meme yeah but these are people that are around me. Mm-hmm. That, that, that freaks me the fuck out, dude. I
1: find myself, you know? like, after reading some of those, looking around in crowds, like, is yeah, this you? Yeah, and that's why I
0: stopped. <laughs> it's because I'm looking at, uh, is this the person that posted that? Yeah. Is this the person that posted so, that? I can't do it anymore, man. That's why I I, st- I, I unfollowed and I blocked mm-hmm. any Masawa Confessions things on my feed because it's just... It's a mess. It is a it's, disaster.
1: It's, it's insane. And if they don't take control of it now, it could
0: just... Spiral out and it could lead to some terrible things. but I'm sure they'll be there. I mean, anything that's when something starts, it's always going to be chaotic mm-hmm. and it's going to take a, a little bit of time. But I think that uh, it's not going to get any worse than it already is as, as soon as it's just started. unless I think the admins are going to come to, yeah. they're going to start like, these are our standards. And they already had to have that, mm-hmm. which is good. As far as comments, that's another thing is like, you, whoever started it, they're not liable yes to the comments no. okay i don't think that anybody is liable to how people take things i'm gonna say something and and i'm gonna put something out there it's like facebook like mm-hmm. you know i never agreed with what is his mark zucker zuckerberg what's his name the guy who started for facebook yeah that yeah. guy i never agreed whenever he went up in front of that uh the the courts i was like dude no like, he created something hmm And if it's being used negatively, that's that's not not on him. him. It's not. He created something. Put it out there. He's making money. That was his business. You think about it like a
1: car. Like the manufacturer makes the car. You don't make the guy get into it drunk and crash it. It's not their fault. It's the guy.
0: Yeah. If I get in a drunk, yeah. If I crash and I kill a family with a Toyota, Toyota's not getting sued and taken into court. They had nothing to do with that. Exactly. It's the same way. I didn't agree with that when they brought him on. Yeah, like, well, they're sharing all those names and shit. It's in the contract. If you <laughs> sign it, it's in the terms and mm-hmm. conditions of the fucking that site. no one ever reads. Yeah, no bad. one's going to read it. You're going to blame me for your fucking issues? Yeah. No. Shut up. I gave you something, and it's being used negatively. That's nothing. It's the same way, basically, when it comes to that. Like, mm-hmm. I think that they all, uh, Masala Confessions are a level out. But right now, not I, so much. I like to know a little bit about everything mm-hmm. a little bit. I don't know a lot about one specific thing. I know a <laughs> I know. little about a
1: lot, but not a lot about a little. Yeah, yes. exactly.
0: That's that. That is me. <laughs> and, uh, I, 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 dabbled with it for two days and then I just, it is a black hole. It is a black it is, hole. Exactly. I got in trance and I was just like, I was feeding off of every new post, and I was like, I don't. This is not good for mm-hmm. me because then I start getting tr- I start getting triggered over shit. Like I wanted to get in and actually mm-hmm. like you know like listen here you motherfucker. <laughs> like, I, why? Like why? Why am I gonna put myself through that? No, I won't put myself through that. If okay. someone comes at me and they ask me my opinion on something, I will give you my opinion. I will give you my answer, but I'm not gonna go searching out for conflict. Yeah. You know, I'm not gonna do that. I've only been in one fight in my life. And I almost got into another one here. And that was with like a massive sergeant. Goodness. <laughs> yeah, that was crazy, dude. That story was insane. But I didn't. Because it wasn't going to change? Nothing. It doesn't change a single thing. And, and if anything,
1: it's... You
0: may lose it, a few teeth and bleed a using little. Using but... just basic common sense and logic. I'm not going to come out of here a winner. Mm-hmm. I may knock this dude out and feel validated for 0.25 seconds then next thing you know i'm in a fucking i'm in the police station mm-hmm. and sitting down and having to explain what happened and i know there's no way i can spend this to actually sound justified yeah so why it's why you, you don't don't go out it's fighting nice. for pride like who cares my my thing is like unless your life is in the balance there like your life is in danger or someone that you care about's I, life is in danger it's probably the only way to justify it that's the only way you should be fighting mm-hmm. at all someone says something to you language what is language other than uh, like literally <laughs> we enunciate air that comes out the yep. of our mouths how is that affecting me at a Individual uh, at a psychological level, mm-hmm. why does why do I give two shits about what you say? Let the shit And go. I get offended. Why? And then I decide to throw hands at you because of that. That's not no. If you hit me or you push me and you put me in a headlock or you point a gun at me, that is yeah. the only thing that should be because that's evidence. Mm-hmm. Like obviously my life is in danger. I'm going to gonna have to yourself. either fight or just be like i guess i'll die yeah <laughs> that's it that man right there with the beard mm-hmm. if you see him yeah that's the one that taught me that he said you can talk yourself out of any situation oh, yeah. too smart man that's why i don't go to clubs anymore okay is because uh um, i mean i i've gone to a couple mm-hmm. even out here but i don't like them I, i'm i say i don't i mean like I don't willingly go. Yeah. <laughs> like, I've, if I'm with friends and stuff and they're you like, the you're going to go, yeah, I'll go with the crowd. But um, I gener- generally I like to go to places that are loungy, mm-hmm. that I can actually talk at like this level and we can have a conversation. If someone gets offended, then I say, hey, man, look, let's pause real Let's pause real quick. Let's take a step back, back on this, okay? Yeah. yeah. So why are you offended? Let's talk about why you're offended. I'm sorry that I offended you. I really do apologize, yeah, but why are you offended? you know, like really get down, get low mm-hmm. soft that when someone starts getting aggravated, do not yell over them because Take that just down. adds combativeness and mm-hmm. defensive tendencies like that that it, it adds to emotional heights and you don't want to do that ever yeah. and, and then, that's what they do when people go out and they drink. And I was gonna ask you is like and whenever you were, Um, doing the whole bartending. Did you ever see any kind of fights or super aggressive stuff? Um,
1: There's a few occasions, but Lisa's got, like, she's got that ship. Like, she's running it perfectly. Like, there's hardly ever anything like that in there because they know that this is her bar. It's one of the few just, like, great places or great bars to go to in Masao because she loves everyone, and she'll take care of everyone if you treat her right. So. The people that come into Tipsy, they're not looking for a fight or anything like that. They're looking for a good time. So half the time, or more than half the time, nothing like that happens. That's why we go out. Exactly. I mean, there's been one occasion where some guy just, he was having a rough day and decided to take it out on everyone. And he got kicked out the bar because it, that was, a, yeah. Who kicked him out? lisa really <laughs> yeah if you're in there causing a scene like no, she's... i'm just saying
0: y'all don't have no bouncers i was just exactly. wondering who actually said get the fuck out lisa actually did. pushed
1: him out well she didn't push mm-hmm. him. like she just told him to get out and not to come back that night like he came back the next day and apologized for that's good because yeah your day was shitty but it doesn't mean you need to take it on at everyone so that was that
0: i like that she allowed him back you know you yeah. understand mm-hmm. this is mark this is my standard and you have to leave because uh you're disrupting the good time yeah and allowing them to come back and actually make amends that 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 that's a marker of someone who really values people yes and uh, i mean that's her
1: business and if she ran it any other way like it wouldn't be the same i, guess. I wish
0: i knew more about her i don't want to know like just
1: uh, sit down and about. talk to her at least i'll I talk to her. you all day Should actually day. have
0: her on the podcast right? honestly
1: you just got to get her when she's not at
0: the bar because she, if she's at the bar she's either cooking or you know yeah she's awesome man i she love is. that place all right. Well, it's looking like we're getting pretty close. Do you have any final like remarks? Anything that you want everyone else to know? Just give it like a something intellectual or motivational, inspirational. I guess. Um, I talk about what if you, if you if you say like famous last words. I've lived my life with
1: no cares as to what everybody else thinks to me. And I think others should do the same because you get so much more out of life not caring what others think about you. Dress how you want, talk how you want, do what you want in life, and care less about everyone else's opinions because your opinion is the only one that matters at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. It's the one that's going to make you happy. So live life, I guess. I wouldn't say carefree because you have to care, but... Not caring what other people think of you, that's it, yeah. right there.
0: You do that, and the people that are actually worth associating with will find you.
1: yep, exactly.
0: so because we we live in a world that's about relationships, mm-hmm. relationship, not just short-sighted marriage and you know girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever, mm-hmm. however you want to do it, not not intimacy as far as romance, I'm talking about relationship. Between people, we live in that world, and we all are seeking that. We're seeking that. The you want to find quality relationship. Be you. Be you exactly. But like, better be better yourself every day. Wake up and say, "I want to be a better person than I was yesterday." Yes, that's what I want to leave off with. <laughs> that's that's me, that's, that's just like I'm. I'm just piggybacking on yeah, yours. Okay, no, okay, for sure. All right, so that was it. We're gonna catch up with you guys next time. This is probably the only, the first and only of Dom. Yeah. But if you want to hit up Dom, um, shit. Uh, well, whenever I have my web page up, I'll link you in. You can link my Instagram. Instagram. Do you okay. want to show it out? Throw it out there. All right. My handle is Dominic
1: D O M I N I C underscore W underscore
0: Dominic underscore W underscore. Yeah. Hell yeah. He's making waves. Know yeah. him find him. Anyway, thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time.